Thank you for joining. Hi, and welcome to Expressing Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. Expressing Motherhood is a national stage show where people share their stories about motherhood on stage. It was created by two stay-at-home moms in Los Angeles in 2008. I'm one of those moms. I've been directing and producing the show ever since. I have three kids, ages 8, 5, and 3, and I live in L.A. Join me in getting to know the people who have shared their stories for expressing motherhood. In today's show, I will talk to two L.A. moms that have been in my show multiple times, Stacey Burroughs and Shannon Noel, who have both performed separately in expressing motherhood for years and then joined forces and created Mommy Talk. Mommy Tonk is a musical comedy duo. Before we talk to them, here's one of their songs titled Booze and Weed by Mommy Tonk. So a long time ago, a man by the name of George W. Bush introduced a program called No Child Left Behind. Well, Mommy Tonk's got a new program. It's called No Adult Left Behind. It goes a little something like this. Seems like every other day my kid's school asks me for no. Now I totally get why they need it, and I say yes, but I'd rather say no. They sell me chocolate cakes and pizza ice cream and homemade cookies. Magazines, my whole kid's art, all hell, they must be rookies. Look, if you want your public school to have plenty of the public money, you gotta get with the times, my friend. Listen up, pay attention, honey. We don't mind giving you cash, but don't sell us crap that we don't need. Tell you what to do, sell it booze and we that's right. Now I don't know what single souls want to dance home and love it. But they're all in need that joint right Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. 
You guys can hear me. Happy birthday, Stacey. Oh, thanks so much. You're welcome. It's her birthday, so I let her stay on the bed to make this call, and I'm in the closet. I'm just letting you know. I'm in the closet. You comfortable, Shannon? Because I am so comfortable. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll kill you. And the reason you guys are, one of you is in the closet is because you're in a hotel room right now because you're actually, tell us what you're doing. We are performing in a show in Santa Barbara at Center Stage that opens tonight. It's called In the Forest of Detroit. And we were commissioned by an old friend of mine, Ellen Anderson, who's a great local Santa Barbara playwright. She commissioned us to write music for her original play. And we said yes. We've never done anything like it before, but um, we say yes to everything. So we took on a challenge, and it's been an absolute blast. And we previewed last night. It was great. And we opened tonight at 8 o'clock in Santa Barbara. That's correct. You know, I should probably go back and say, you know, you, you said we've never done anything like this before. And I think that's part of what Expressing Motherhood has been about is I had never done anything like this before. And so I wanted to, first of all, just introduce yourself and, well, I I can just say, Shannon has two kids. How old are your children, Shannon? Five and six, both boys. That's right. And Stacey, how old are your guys? Uh, James is 10 and Charlie is seven. And And we're both happily married. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I think that's important to note when you hear our songs. (laughs) True, true. Tell me about... I mean, I know, but let's tell these guys how you formed Mommy Talk. Well, Stacey and I met doing your show, Lindsay, Expressing Motherhood. I think it was about six years ago. I had just given birth to my oldest booker, um, I, and I was pregnant with my second one, so I'm, I'm not doing the math right, but that, that sounds a little suspicious. But um, we were both doing Expressing Motherhood, and we were both doing individual pieces. Stacey w- walked on stage and did the most hilarious monologue of starting it with she uh, she brought her baby monitor and she hoped that uh, it had a range of about 13 miles because she just left her kids at home because her babysitter plagued. And I basically <laughs> peed my face. And, um, uh, and then Shannon got up to rehearse her piece and she walks on stage with a breast pump on, like wearing a breast pump. And I went, okay, I don't know who that girl is, but she's my new best friend, so I hope she's going to have to be cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, after that performance, Stacey, uh, I mean, Lindsay, we, uh, we seriously, we bonded in the backstage of course because you always provide a lot of alcohol which is mm-hmm. important for moms mm-hmm. away from home so most people are drinking wine backstage and just to- completely getting to know each other which is great and I just started stalking Stacey and she started stalking me and we haven't been apart since and eventually yeah. we started writing pieces together Thank you know and you let us keep coming on your stage and we're so happy for that opportunity wow. it's been a blast and I guess no, Mommy Punk was sort mm-hmm. of formed. We we did a we did a show called I'm Not From Here But My Kids Are, and in it mm-hmm. I did some stand-up, and Shannon did these hilarious monologues. And there was a part in that show where I, I sang some stupid little silly songs. And then after that show, people were like, wow, it would be really great to see you two on stage together. You know, do, do you both sing? And I looked at Shannon and said, do you sing? Yes, I sing. And I said, do you you play a little guitar by any chance? That I know enough, and I said, "Well, I know enough piano. Let's form a band." <laughs> and so we well, wrote a couple songs have... for your show, and then we were just hooked. We just loved it. We said, "We got to keep doing this. This is so much fun." And at the time, I know both of you are stay-at-home moms now, but Shannon, you were working full time up until this last December. So, how? How do you guys, when do you find time to work together? Tell us about when you found time when, when Shannon was working full-time and then well, also now great. how you're finding time. Well, when Shannon was working, it was really great. We'd work evenings, so she'd get off work, and we had, yeah, I hope I can say this, but 
we we had the pleasure of uh, doing some rehearsals and writing at the the Geffen Theater. <laughs> we were just sneaking through this place called the Founders Room, which is where all the high paying donors uh, can go get a glass of wine before a performance at the Geffen. And um, the staff at the Geffen is great; they're so supportive of their staff being creative. And I would just talk to the to the janitor there, and uh, and we, I, we would just stay in there until midnight until he was closing up. And well, I also had an hour and a half long commute, so. In L.A. language, that's 13 miles. <laughs> Stacey and I, I would call Stacey, and we would talk for about an hour of that commute, and we would write a song. We would talk business about when our next show was. Basically, we had our business mornings, business meetings, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7.30 to 8.30 in the morning on the way to work. And we did a considerable amount of writing and rehearsing in minivans and SUVs. <laughs> in the parking lot yeah, you... of, my, uh, of where I work. That's so fun. And, I mean, so... You you both have I mean Shannon you really have young ones Stacy I mean yours are pretty young as well but I mean Shannon you would work long hours and then you guys would get together and write yeah it was it was pretty insane I mean it's just so we would just get up early to be with our kids and get everything ready get the lunches ready and have breakfast and have quality time with our kids before they went to their preschool or daycare or now kindergarten and. And then we would go off to our work or whatever our day plans were, and then we'd come back and have time with our children and have dinner and play with them. And we really we really made sure we had that quality time with our kids, and, and that was important to us. And so then at about 9 o'clock at night, we would start our own work. And so we were certainly burning the midnight oil, and we still are. It's just... And I, I would drag my kids along to recording sessions and rehearsal studio spaces, and, and they would just sit in the corner, and Charlie would curl up and fall asleep. And, <laughs> and it was just, you know, you just had to find time. And my kids are older, so I can drag them around, and they, they love being a part of Mommy Talk. They think it's hilarious. <laughs> our I know. I guess really we stepped up, too. Of, we we, we yeah. really had to, you know, our husbands really had to step up, and, and they have. They're, they're both so supportive, and we love them to death. We couldn't do it without them. Um, yeah. And even though we 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 talk a lot of right. we talk a lot of shit about them, but we we certainly couldn't do this without them. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I, then I we'd want have no material. To... Like literally, we, have we would no have material. no material. <laughs> I want people outside of LA to know that just because we're in LA, we're creative moms in LA. Sometimes I think, oh, well, they're in LA. You know, it must be easy for them to oh do what they gosh, do. No. Or, but I want people to know that they can do these things wherever they are because really we're just cutting and pasting and taping together, you know, our creative projects. Um, and you guys are headed on a big summer tour. This is your second summer tour. Last summer you hit a bunch of cities, and then this summer you're going to do it again. So tell us, you know, what cities you're going to. I guess if people want to know, they can go to mommytonk.com to find out about the cities. Mm-hmm. But how are you literally going to, like, work that out, you know, with well, having the kids and your husband? The, the benefit of having family in the South is that, you know, we get ourselves kind of – we set up kind of a I, – I, at least, I set up a home base in Houston uh, where my parents live and Desmond's mom lives and they've got tons of cousins. And so my kids have a blast. They're just bouncing from house to house while I, you know, go off on the road with Shannon. But we're going to hit and then Houston. What's that? Oh, drive. yeah, we always drive. <laughs> we're crazy. Yeah. We do two days across the desert with a couple of dogs, a couple of boys, and uh, because we're insane. <laughs> uh, but we like it. We like that. And, you know, it, it's good quality time where we're all cooped up in a car. But, um, yeah, we're going to hit Houston and Austin and Louisville, Nashville, and Atlanta. And, yeah, and uh, my, my family lives in, in Louisville, so that works out great. I end up taking my kids for like a month 
to visit grandparents and cousins, and they stay mm. with, with grandma or papa while Stacy and I head off to Louisville, you know, to do our show at the, that night in Louisville, and then the next morning we drive to Nashville and Atlanta, and the kids are having a great time with their grandparents while we're on the road doing whatever we do. This year we're doing it a little bit differently in that we, we're, so we're mommy tonk, you know, it's just two moms, mm-hmm. one guitar cursing in perfect harmony, but we've added um, this amazing three-piece band called the Assless Chaps, <laughs> and they sort of elevate our silly songs. Uh, it's Mark Sanfilippo on percussion, it's Gabe Davis on upright bass, and Corey Simeone on fiddle, and these three guys have a really strong sense of humor, and they are such talented musicians, so this summer we're actually going to take them on the road with us. And uh, in Louisville, we have a, a band there called the Porch Possums that are just great, and they just really make the experience a lot more fun than just, just the two of us, you know, <laughs> doing our thing. Um, so I, I'm always fascinated with, you know, moms being creative because to me it's, it's been so important, I think, as to you two as well. And I just have felt that, you know, it's been so great to see you guys channel your creativity and also to work as a team. And I'm wondering, so how do you literally, like, how do you come up? Okay, so booze and weed. What? How? How was that made? Well, I um, I've attended several silent auctions, mm-hmm. public school public school silent auctions, and and I just see all these goods lined up on the table, gift baskets, and the moms and dads they put in so much effort to pull off this evening. It is it is no small feat. It is such a huge undertaking. And at the end of the night, you know, they're begging people to make bids on these things that have been donated, and it just seems like a lot of work. And I said, you know, I, I like to simplify things, um, and I think it would be way more efficient, and they would probably raise way more money if they just had two things out on the auction table. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just both very familiar with booze. What's that? I said we're both very familiar with booze. Yeah, it's it's definitely something we spend a lot of money on. And we hear that there are parents that are into yeah. weed. I I personally am not, but I hear there are parents oh. that might partake. Cause you I know. hear it pretty loudly in the closet. <laughs> yeah, thanks for being in the closet. I'm just By saying, I have a prescription. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, oh, I know. I wanted to talk about because you two. I mean, you're obviously really busy, and you're trying to create. And then there's also the whole: how do you promote yourself? You know, there's so much social media, and, you know, we've talked about this, but, you know, that's a full-time job in itself, too, and just wondering how you feel about it and what works for you. What are you guys using for social media? Like, how are you getting the word out there? You know, our favorite platform is Instagram because it's it works for, for what we do. We can we can snap a photo of our kids or snap a photo of ourselves and, and try to make a comment about it, and that's the easiest social media platform that, that we like to use, Facebook, of course. It is definitely a full-time job. We are constantly posting, uh, advertising ourselves, trying to let the, you know, the world, our followers and whoever else we might gather along the way, let them know where we are, what city we're in, how they can connect with us. We, you know, we want to make people laugh. Our whole mission is to connect with other people, especially moms. It's such an isolating existence sometimes. We want to connect. So thank goodness for social media because that is a way that we can connect with someone in Minnesota while we're in Los Angeles and hopefully make her laugh at whatever's going on in her life because we know she might be having a hard day just like like we were having a hard day. Yeah, I mean, Um, like, I think specifically, like, I don't know what your hardest, you know, the hardest chapter of motherhood is for you, but, you know, when when your household gets hit with head lice 
And then that same week, you know, somebody has a stomach virus. You know, I mean, it's like those kind of weeks yeah. that literally damn near kill you. You know, we wrote a song called The Gift about, you know, all the things we've done for our children and all we've gotten in return is just had life and a virus. <laughs> it's a funny way of looking at that really hard week and, you know, where you're vacuuming every carpet and you're washing every sheet and pillowcase and stuffed animal and it's just so insane. But we, we try to make it lighthearted because otherwise it'll swallow you up. <laughs> so well, let me, I'm going to play another song of yours for everybody. Oh, yay. Okay, okay, great. Oh. Okay, okay, then we'll talk about it. I'm going to play Farm Box. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to give a little intro, Stace? Oh, well, you know, L.A. is a town that's focused on healthy eating, and some people take it to an extreme. And I went through a phase where I was like, I'm only cooking meals from a farm box. I'm going to get a farm box delivered every Monday, and my family is going to eat organic, locally grown stuff. And it literally would drive me crazy by the end of the week. I'm like, we have nothing to eat. So I had to write this song to get that, you know. <laughs> off my chest. Okay, and any so chance to make fun of hippies, God love them. I'll take it. <laughs> I want to eat healthy to feed my kids right, but I'm looking in the fridge. It's going to be hard tonight. They got to eat, and they got to eat quickly. Their color is gone, and they're looking kind of sickly. I scan the kitchen to find something easy. Even I'm starting to feel a little queasy. I got this farm box sitting on the shelf, and I'm pissed and I'm mad that I did this to myself. Other mothers stock their freezer with zappable nuggets and mac and cheeser. No, not me, I'm doing this right. My kids will eat healthy every goddamn night. I got six kinds of lettuce, a grapefruit, and good lord. I got ten jalapenos and a motherfucking gourd. Radishes, chives, and a fuckload of beets. Beets! The rest of this <laughs> shit my kids will never eat. Every time you eat, be it fruit, veg, or cheese, you're either feeding or fighting some kind of disease. Some hippie told me that, but can it really be true? Can we ever have an off night, or are we all screwed? Did you ever have a day that left you defeated? And did you come home exhausted and depleted? That's the kind of night that I can't be bothered to Google how to master delicata squash frittata. I tried to feed my kids, but it ate my soul. No one will know or even care if tonight's dinner features organic Don pear. I got six kinds of lettuce and grapefruit, and good lord, I got ten jalapenos and a motherfucking gourd. Radishes, chives, and a fuckload of beans. beans. The rest of this shit my kids will never eat. Cook like a top chef, nor the contessa. Not sure this dinner needs a lemon mint fresca. Sure, I could whip up something exotic if my house and my life weren't so freaking chaotic. I get dinner fixed, but it's not gourmet. I'm a mom, not a chef. Let's keep it that way. There's no Michelin star for a frozen chicken dumpling, but they're fed, bathed, and sleeping, and that's gotta count for something. I'm not trying to be contrarian. I got nothing against you, dirty agrarians. Oh, farm box, stop coming round here. I think I'll go back to eating cheeseburgers and beer. Ah. Ah. That was farm box. You know what I was going to talk to you guys about? That's farm box. Is uh, 
your friendship, which I admire so much. I think that having a creative partner, especially, you know, a fellow mom is so important and really pretty unique. And how do you guys, you know, manage not to kill each other? Well, we do, I'm kidding. We, we do get we we have a strong sense of humor. We get along, I would say 99.9% of the time. <laughs> wow, that's a good number. I like that. You probably that would have ranked good. it a little bit lower. <laughs> You know, we we definitely have our moments. I mean, we're like sisters. We're we're two, and it's like a marriage. Also, we we also and we have like fifteen or sixteen children, which are our songs. So know that if we're in an argument, or it's probably because we're we're sleep deprived, creative. You know, we have different creative ideas, and I like the way you called it sleep deprived when I would have described it as being hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So we just know that, like, there's a moment in our fighting, and this has taken us a few years to learn about each other. There's a moment when we get into an argument that we do that we we just know we need to back down, give ourselves some space, and we got to get through this argument because our children depend on it. And <laughs> otherwise, we're going to have to deal with a lot of custody and who gets what. And we just get to the other side of it. And when we get to the other side of it, we're really happy. It takes us to a whole another level with each other. It deepens our friendship. It enhances our creative outlet a little bit, and mm-hmm. we end up writing a song about it. And we, yeah. we did just write a song about how we're, we're crazy, and I think yeah. Stacey's crazy. She thinks I'm crazy, and mm-hmm. sometimes we can't take it, and we just have to take a break. But most times, we're just having a good time, working really hard, and keeping each other on track. We we are a really good balance for each other. She's crazy. I'm stable, and it's <laughs> totally great. You said <laughs> you're unstable. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so who influences your com- who influences your comedy music? Oh, for me, oh I can tell you right now, it's it's a guy by the name of Tim Minchin. Um, he's this genius comedian musician. Uh, I could talk for about six days straight about him, but um, yeah, he's just really really smart and he's um, super funny and uh, he just elevates the platform of comedy. It's not just stand up and it's not just music. It's just another. It's a whole another field. And uh, I really respect and admire him. And also, we He's love amazing. good old-fashioned honky-tonk music. You know? you know who I love? My first love of comedy music was Julie Brown. Remember? Because like, oh, yeah. I'm a blonde and Homecoming yeah. Queen's got a gun. I remember hearing her back in the 80s when I was, you know, before I was born. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I remember hearing her, and like, she just made me laugh so hard. I was like, wow, this is something you can do musically. And you can spoof things, and you can make fun of things, and tell a story while you're singing. And she just would crack me up. I still love that girl. So not our music isn't quite like hers, but she was my first. She was the first influence for me. Yeah. And what do you think about, like, this is my last question, then I want you to tell me about your dates. Um, what do you think about like, moms and comedy right now? And are you seeing enough comedy right now about motherhood? Oh, yeah. We just did a show in Boston last Sunday. Um it was the Ha Ha Mama show, and you know, there's this headliner named Jane Condon. She is uh, great. You know, she's uh, she's, she's headlining all voice. over the country. Yeah, super smart. And and we so were on a, about, a whole lineup of phenomenal yes. mom comics. You know, that all told a different story, all had a different flavor. You know, and it was just so much fun. And you just felt like you're among friends, even though we'd never met. Yeah, and what about, but that's, to me, I mean, I, I know what show you're talking about, and I love I love that show, but what about, like, the ma- what's in the mainstream? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, are you seeing it when you turn on the TV? You know, I, it's not the first thing I'm noticing, and I would like it to be one of the first things we notice. I mean, there's a lot of sitcoms out there that are talking about the family humor and, 
I, I, in the middle and um, all of these shows are, are are amazing in the family. I, I'm not seeing a lot of I'm not seeing a lot of the moms. It's not the first thing I see. Even the yeah. the Nickelodeon Nick at Night shows, like they're there, but it's not the first well, thing on my yeah. radar. And why? And, he, and here's why the thing. Sometimes those shows that do exist, it just take a really safe route, a very conservative yeah. sort of, let's just water this down a bit. Like, this is why Mommy yeah. Talk exists. We do not water anything down. We're going to go there. And, you know, we're going to talk about those dark times and, and hopefully make you laugh about it. But we are certainly not going to clean up our act or, you know, um, yeah. make anything seem lighter than it is because motherhood is rough. <laughs> People want to say, like, we want to say the things that you're thinking. And not everybody's thinking in clean language. And yeah. I think sometimes the media is scared of that, but not for men. Like, you get up and you see an awesome no, I know. DK, one of our favorites. He can yeah. get up and curse all night on stage. But the minute two women that yep. have children get up and curse, it's like, whoa, 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 we don't, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, we're not nuts. <laughs> we're not what? No, I we're agree. not nuns. I think that's why Jessica and I started expressing motherhood is because we there was not we didn't see anything on TV. There's and it's, here it is. It's eight years later, and I still don't think. I mean, there's so much room for raunchy, and not even being raunchy for the sake of being raunchy, but just it's raw and real. There's yeah, raw. And then this is what I hear in Hollywood. Well, HBO is too male based, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. your show it's too dirty for what like TLC or whatever. Like there's no space for female. Stories or mother. I, mean, I would say that Amy Schumer, old. It's, Amy it's Schumer is paving the way for us, but she's not a mom yet, and uh, so she's not a mom. Yeah, we could be I, her mom. But this I, is why we're so mom. in. This is why we're so indebted and grateful to you, Lindsay, and also to Jessica for creating Expressing oh, wow. Motherhood because you wow. gave us a platform where we literally had no restrictions. You just said, "Go do your thing." I support you, and you've been so kind to us to have us back again and again and again. And I'm sure your audiences are probably like, okay, enough of those two girls. (laughs) But we just have so much fun. And and we literally would not have our friendship. We would not have Mommy Tonk if it had not been for you girls. So thank you very much. Thank you. I wasn't even looking for that. I just, I just. Well, you found it. Well, you (laughs) really did it because you guys are amazing. Yeah. No. Somebody, you know, they've, I just, you know, all these women in LA are like, we can't believe it. And, you know, we can't believe there's more stories out there. And I think. You guys are amazing, so I just want to see you up there. But so tell us um, again. Everybody who's listening can go to mo- everybody who's listening can go to mommytonk.com to find out about their tour. And then why don't you just tell us the cities that you're headed to? And then that's it, ladies. All right. Well, you want to um, all right. Well, cities? we we start in Austin on um, June. No, we start 20- Houston on I'm June sorry, 25th. Uh, mm-hmm. Austin June 26th. We're in Louisville on July 8th at the Laughing Derby. We're in Nashville, Tennessee on July 9th at Zany's Comedy Club. And we're at Highwire Comedy in Atlanta on July 10th. So back-to-back there in the south. We're super excited. When we get back in the end of – we're going to have August off probably a little bit, a gig here and there. But in the fall, we're going to have another Los Angeles show. We're not sure where yet, but sometime in November. Mm -hmm. And we're just super excited. We've got a brand-new show this year, and again, our Atlas chaps are traveling with us. We have the Porch Possums in Louisville, and we encourage everyone to get out. It's a great night. We get you out early right. so you can get home or go out and party. And, and eventually, one of these days, our dream that we're trying to manifest is to get to New York City and take the show with the band uh, to New York, because that's where I started comedy, and I would love to bring this back to my uh, comedy hometown. It would be a dream come true. Uh-huh. 
Well, thanks. And it wouldn't be bad if Jimmy Fallon found out about us. (laughs) That would not be bad. That would be fantastic. We're almost out of time, but thanks for joining me. And everybody head over to mommytonk.com to get your tickets for the summer of Mommy Talk. Bye, guys. I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for joining me here on my first um, Expressing Motherhood podcast. I'd like to thank Gary Greg Cabot of my home, Desiree Fawn of Indie Parent, and, of course, Mommy Tonk. Join me next time when I'm going to be talking to another XML alum, Laura Diamond, Simons, another L.A. mom who has a book coming out. For more information, please visit ExpressingMotherhood.com. Until next time, thanks.